Hi, and welcome to the Music for Kiddos podcast. This is a podcast for music therapists, music educators, teachers, OTs, PTs, SLPs, parents, or anyone who is interested in using music with the best people on the planet, kids. My name is Stephanie Level, and I'm a board-certified music therapist and a music educator, and I'm also the founder of musicforkiddos.com, an online community that offers high-quality music resources, continuing education courses, and conferences. Above all, we care deeply for kids. We respect them, we love them for exactly who they are, and we love them for exactly what they bring to this world. If you are somebody who works with kids, I hope that this podcast can give you the support that you need to be able to continue and love your very, very important work. It's the best job in the world, but it's also one of the hardest. So let's dive in, support each other, and work together. Welcome to the Music for Kiddos podcast. Welcome to the podcast today. So glad to have you here. We are doing two episodes this week in celebration of our brand new course, Digital Marketing for Music Therapists and Music Educators. And today we are talking to Mabel Guzman, who is the Director of Operations of Music for Kiddos. And this is the second episode in our series of three. So if you haven't listened to the last episode that was just a couple of days ago, I encourage you to go ahead and do that. So Mabel is the mastermind behind our current digital marketing strategy at musicforkiddos.com that honestly has taken so much pressure off of me. (laughs) and our business as a whole. There is all of this behind the scenes, automated, um, connected strategy that is every single day growing music for kiddos. Every single day, whether or not I show up on social media or I don't. And like we mentioned in the last episode, social media strategies show up as as priority number four for us right now, which is incredible because that is not how we started. We started as a social media-based business. So today we're going to give you some uh, concepts that completely and utterly blew my mind that Mabel taught me um, around short-term content and this long-term kind of long-form content. And we go into depth about these strategies in our new course that is out today at musicforkiddos.com. If you are a music therapist, it is pre-approved for five continuing education credits by the certification board. If you are a music educator or some kind of other professional, we will provide you a certificate for five credits that you can self-submit for your own professional development. And this is applicable to all kinds of people. So if you have a brick and mortar business, if you have kind of a locally based business, if you have a digital business or an online business, if you are simply interested in having a social media presence or a digital marketing presence online because you want to have some kind of impact, it doesn't necessarily have to be business based. If you're interested in like, you know, some kind of side business or something along those lines, if you're working for a business and you are doing some social media marketing or you are interested in helping them grow, there are so many strategies here. And in the course, we are very specific about talking about them in a broad way and then giving recommendations for a lot of different uses based on kind of who you are, because a lot of different people could be using this information and applying it to their unique situation. 
So if this information is interesting to you, there's a lot more information at musicforkiddos.com and it is available officially today. So let us know if you have any questions um, via the contact on our website or emailing hello at musicforkiddos.com. And in the meantime, we are going to go to part two of our discussion with Mabel, all about the concept of working smarter and not harder and letting your digital marketing content work for you and not the other way around. Welcome, Mabel. We're so glad to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about, you know, the way that I would describe it is the this the digital marketing strategy that absolutely blew my mind, which is what Mabel brought to Music for Kiddos, which is this concept of there are short-term digital marketing strategies and there are long-term digital marketing strategies. And it's really important to do both. And when I started Music for Kiddos, I was doing one long-term strategy, which is the email list. That is a something that you consistently do month after month after month after month. And it's really important to consistently do. And I would say is the most important thing we do at Music for Kiddos um, and where we see the majority of our sales enough that, you know, as we talked in the last episode, we feel like if the social media platforms went away, we'd be okay because we have mm-hmm. a really strong email list. Um, so I have one, I, you know, when I was getting started, I had one short term digital marketing strategy or long-term, excuse me. And that was the email list. And I had two of the more short-term strategies, which were Instagram and Facebook. And um, Mabel, can you describe what I am even talking about? Like, Mm -hmm. can you describe this short-term strategy versus this long-term strategy? Mm -hmm. I kind of want to describe first uh, both of them. And actually I use the term long form, but the long-term works well because it it actually describes uh, what it does. Uh, Mm. So it's long form versus short form content. Long form, it's any type of content that takes an above average time for people to consume. So think of it as email, writing an email, right? Or an email that you get, blog posts that you're reading, a YouTube video, a podcast like this. It's another way um, of long form content. It takes the audience or the person reading or listening more time to um, consume the content versus short form is that type of content that is usually shares highlights or it takes just seconds or minutes to digest. That is social media content like on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. And I love how you um, describe it with like long-term and short-term because the short-form version of content creation, it gives you this sense of short-term results. Like you see, you see the results kind of quickly, rather quickly, faster than a blog post, let's just say. A blog post, for example, it takes longer to, to get traction. So I just finished a blog post yesterday, and I know that that blog post is not going to be as popular as going to be maybe two years or maybe next year. But I know that that blog post is going to continue bringing in people for years to come. As opposed to short form, we share a an Instagram post and we're probably going to have maybe, I don't know, 150 likes, 200 more. But then it's going to start dying down 
in three hours. And then in 24 hours where that content is going to be already kind of not relevant. One is not better than the other, or although I do prefer one of them more, but they just have different uses. Yeah, thank you for that. I I love that. Yeah, the the short form, the short term. It's like it's like a short term strategy is the short form content, right? right. And then a long term strategy is the long form content, and the content that lives on, the content that is searchable via Google. Um, you know, YouTube is basically a search engine, right? Like think of all the search engines, right? Google is a search engine. YouTube is a search engine. Pinterest is even considered a search engine as as a um, digital marketing strategy. And it's like your blog post that you write on there, you know, um, we described in the last episode how you went back and you basically took my blog posts, especially the ones that were performing well. Those, that's what you did first. You went by analytics, what blog posts are performing well, and you made them perform even smarter and better. Um, and you connected them to other platforms, to YouTube, to Pinterest, making sure, you know, Spotify playlists and things like that, making sure that at the bottom there was an opportunity to join our email list, all of that. So you basically optimized our blog posts and that turned it into, again, this really, really long-term strategy. And if I, honestly, if I had to say that is a digital marketing company, it's like you have to think about the long-term. If you thought about the short-term only, you it would be so incredibly hard. Another long-term strategy that we talk about in the course as well is our membership. A membership doesn't make sense if it has 20 members. It, you're creating a lot, you know, you're creating a lot of content and it depends. Maybe if you have a, like a high dollar membership, but our, our membership that averages about, you know, between, between 20 and $30 a month per member, it is a long-term strategy. It is, ev- you know, every six months it opens up to new members. It is one of those things that there's this slow build. And after many years, all of a sudden you go, wow, this is really a great strategy, but it took a couple years to build for sure. Um, And I loved it immediately because um, the community in there and everything like that. But from a business perspective, it's one of those things that needs a couple of years to really build. And so these these long-term strategies for music for kiddos are are necessary um, to for the long-term growth of the company. But it's hard when you're scrambling in the moment and you need to put you know, you also need that consistent short form content on Instagram, on Facebook and things like that. Um, it's hard. It was hard for me to prioritize that long-term content just because I didn't have time. But what I learned from you is that, you know, even if you don't have a lot of time, it's good to have a mix of short form content and long form content. Um, and, and in the third episode of this series, we're going to talk about kind of some strategies for creating content. But like one of those strategies can be Take your Instagram post, you've been doing this, you repurpose it on our emails, you mm-hmm. embed them in our blog posts, and so it lives on. Mm-hmm. Right. Everything is connected, like we uh, mentioned in the first episode. I think about it as like pizza, right? How many ways can I cut this so that I have the most slices? <laughs> um we slice it and splice it in different ways so that we have content for all the different platforms. Usually we start with the long form content and then we turn it into short form content because it's just um, 
it's just easiest that way. That's what I like to focus on, um, just on the long form content. And then that kind of feeds all other platforms. With that said, we're not everywhere. You know, right. that's something that I wanted to mention is that it can sound like very overwhelming and that we're everywhere and we're not. We don't spend a lot of time in all of the platforms that we're in and we prioritize several ones. And that's something that we talk about in the course too, mm-hmm. that we're very with the time spent on the different platforms. Absolutely. There is no way. And, and, and I just want to like, it's a good time to mention that, especially if you are a person doing this on your own part time, like I was doing when Music for Kiddos started for years, uh, you know, two and a half years um, before Mabel joined. Um, if you are doing this part time, you can only do what you can do and it's fine. You can focus on, you know, um, what we recommend, you know, in the course as we walk through. There's so many details and things, um, which is, you know, if you want a deeper dive, that's what the course is for. But, you know, a recommendation could be something like, well, pick one short form content place to, to spend most of your time and one longer form content. And depending on what your goal is, that's going to be different for everybody. I, we can't sit here and say, oh, do Instagram and YouTube. We can't say that necessarily or do Facebook and a podcast. Like those are not things that we could recommend. It just has to be like, what is your, what, it, what are you doing? Do you have a digital business? Do you have a brick and mortar business? You know, what are you selling? Are you selling? Um, Because technically, like you could have a blog with affiliates and you could not sell and actually still make some money. What is your ultimate goal with your business? And then that will eventually lead what, you you know, to what you focus on. But ideally, including some short form content and some kind of long form kind of content as well. Right. Right. It's very important to think, who do I want to reach and why? You know, we are talking about music for kiddos. And um, us being an online uh, platform, continuing education platform. But this, these tips will work for people with an um, brick and mortar business too. Yes. Um, I see some clients during the week uh, at a therapy office because I'm also a, a, a social worker. And I also focus on um, creating content, not as much as for music for kiddos, but I, I think about a client that might want to work with me and I create blog posts for that client to kind of show my expertise, my personality too, because, uh, thinking about it from a client perspective, you know, I want to see their personality. I showcase that through the way that I write on those blog posts, or I showcase my expertise and um, my added expertise as a music therapist on that long form content. So think about who do you want to reach? And then like Stephanie said, pick one long form uh, content strategy and then a short form content strategy. You don't have to be everywhere to reach the people that you want to reach. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, it's just not realistic, but that's okay. You know, there's no way that me when I was getting started could have done much more. You know, I selected the things that were 
were working for me at the time. And that's great. But then once I had, you know, help, once there was somebody else working on it too, it was like, okay, all of a sudden we have a different strategy here. And the result of that is quite incredible. So we are a couple of years, I shared kind of the story of Mabel, you know, she had worked for Music for Kiddos for a few months. Then she kind of said, you know, I'd really like to, because I had kind of let the blog go. She's like, I'd really like to focus on the blog. I'd like to focus on YouTube. It's going to take two years. And I specifically remember being like, it's a, it's a long, you know, you just kind of preparing me for this is, this is a long game. And so now we're about two years out and um, you'll hear in the course, we kind of prioritize, what do we spend our time now on now? It's this long form content. Honestly, it really, really, really is because that is what we can see in our analytics is leading to growth um, and leading to kind of the long-term goals that we have um, in stabilizing our business. And, and, you know, and I, I share specifics, Mabel shares analytics and specifics in the course. If you kind of boil things down and you look at like, what are we trying to do? Like, what is the path that we're trying to do? One, we have high quality music that we're trying to use. You know, the ultimate goal is to help to reach kids and to help music therapists and music educators. So that is our content, right? But then it's like from there, where does the path go? All right, so let's start at YouTube. Maybe you watch, you find me through the search engine on YouTube singing a song or something like that. You, you look, and I would encourage you to go look at our, our YouTube channel and see how Mabel has done this. So you'll see in the caption, there's all these strategies um, for utilizing kind of things in the caption. It leads to our blog. Cool. You get to a blog post that is featuring, you know, maybe a couple of other songs as well, some other stuff. It, her blog posts are epic. Mabel, your blog posts are epic. They're so good. They are not filler. They are quality content, just like we everywhere. We aspire to have quality content that's, that's truly useful everywhere. So then they go through, they click through, and there's a Spotify playlist or something. It leads to a Spotify playlist. All of a sudden they're on my spot, you know, you're on my Spotify. Um, and then you scroll down and there's like a free download for the song at the bottom of the page. Depends on, it depends on the blog post. You use different strategies on different blog posts, but, but there's, um, you know, always an email opt-in. Okay. So from our perspective, whether you're coming from YouTube, whether you're coming from Pinterest, um, whether you're coming from Google, like a search engine or whatever, you end up on our website in some way, shape or form, right? There's always an opportunity to hop on our email list from that. And then we have analytics. We can see that 10% of our email subscribers um, are mem become members um, eventually. Now we're providing a lot of quality on our email list. So you don't have to be a member. There's a lot of free content that you can utilize and we're so happy when you utilize that. It is not like our ultimate goal that everybody pays. That is certainly not our ultimate goal. But if you really, really like the content and you're finding it very useful, you want it easily accessible, you want, um, you want discounts on like all of our courses and everything, um, basically, if you know you're going to buy a lot of our stuff anyway and you become a member, you get 50% off on all of our courses that come out and things like that. It just becomes a really good deal when all is said and done. So so kind of our, our people that are using our content a lot get even extra good value when they become a member. And Mabel has created it so that you get a sneak peek of our content 
on YouTube. You get a peek of it on Instagram. You get an idea of it on Facebook. And then it leads you to our website that leads you to our email list. Um, that is our best way to advertise at this point. Anything to add, Mabel? I guess I would like to leave with some reflection questions. I think that if I were to hear this for the first time, it could honestly feel a little overwhelming. Sure. But I think I want to go back to what we said. You don't have to be everywhere. If you have an idea, if you have a service, if you have a product that you want to share with people, think about who do you want to share with and what's your ultimate goal. And then pick one uh, long form content strategy and one short form content strategy to share that that you're offering. Great. Yeah. And this is what we share in more depth. There's just so much to this topic. We share this in more depth um, in what I think is a really simple kind of way in the digital marketing uh, course. And it's exactly that. It's it's what do you have available to you right now? And it's prioritizing that. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking about even more ways. Um, the joke is in my family that is that I'm obsessed with efficiency. And it's so funny because um, I don't know many people <laughs> who are obsessed with efficiency. And Mabel is another one of those people um, that like we really, 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 really want to optimize our time um, because life is more important than work. Family comes first. People come come first. And so, but also we're like highly passionate people and we both really love to work. And so I, it is not uncommon for Mabel to be like, take a break this weekend. I'm like, take Mabel, take a break this weekend, you know, don't work too much. Um, and I say too much because we both end up working on the weekends because we're just like our work, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, um, but the goal is simplifying things, being efficient, um, not like making sure that the content that you are creating that takes a lot of time lives on, <laughs> you know, making sure that it's working for you five years in the future, um, all of that. And so, so it sounds complicated in the, what we're talking about. It can sound very, very overwhelming, but the goal is the exact opposite. The goal is that it is not overwhelming and that this content lives on and that you can create one piece of content and utilize it in a number of different ways. Um, and then like, for example, all, pretty much all of the content that I create ends up in our membership. So it lives on there as well as paid content. So, um, so anyway, we describe all of that in the course We're we're, uh, we're trying to distill a lot of information in uh, just a few minutes in this podcast, but, um, but yeah, I love that. So Mabel, are you ready to go on to episode number three, or do you have anything else you want to add for this one? I'm ready. Okay, so what we're going to do is next week, we're going to be talking about content creation tips. So this is the efficiency factor. How do you do less work um, and utilize your content so you're not reinventing the wheel every single time? All right, we'll see you next week. Ooh. Ooh.